Hello, welcome to Black Women Working Podcast. Um, thank you so much for joining us again. Hi, ladies, do you want to introduce yourselves? Hey, hey, it's Chantel. Hi, it's Rachel. It's Tolly. And I'm Stella. Stella is our lovely, lovely guest today. So we are going to be discussing hair, but we all know that hair is a really political topic. But um, before we start with that, we're going to start with our quote of the day, which is from Tracy Ellis Ross. And it is, we all, as women, need to continue to change our gaze from how we are seen to how we are seeing. We are full and beautiful women and let us live in that. And I think that's like a good quote for us to think about when we're talking about hair, because I don't understand like how hair's become so political, so something that we're so sensitive about. But before we go into that, we're actually going to hear from the ladies at our town halls. So just in case you don't know, before we started recording the individual sessions, we spoke to about 60 women on a range of topics to do with black women in the workplace, such as hair, microaggressions, confidence and all different types of things. And we're going to hear from our town hall now. So ladies, I've got an interview coming up at a government department and as much as I've been worrying about just kind of preparing for the interview like content itself, I have also been thinking about whether my hair is appropriate for this organisation. Um, so what are your thoughts? What's wrong with your hair? So I love my hair at the moment, but I've got cane rows at the back and it's like kind of pinned up natural hair at the top. And I've been reading recently that women, black women have been changing their hair to go to interviews. And I'm kind of wondering, should I do the same? I personally wouldn't. When I first saw you, I looked at your hair and I was like, that's a cute style. Exactly, that was like, So, yeah, I... But I'm, we all think it's cute, but I've heard natural hair scares white people. It does, yeah. It does, mm. yeah, it does, it does, it does. Yeah, like every my, time I... My view would be, as a coach, to think about who you're going to be working with. Because the whole point about an interview is to get the job, right? You want to get in the door. What you do after is down to you. Well, so I'm not. I'm not suggesting. I think your hair looks lovely. I think it really suits you, and I think you. I think you have a type of personality that you can really bring to the table. So I don't think you really. Your hair is the issue here, actually. But I think just for anyone else, think about the environment you're going to go to and what I, you need to project. Can I ask what would be like? What's your alternative? Like, because this is your hair. Well, it's great that's to us. that's what interesting would, because. No, because like, so I, I'm not, I'm not really a wig person. I don't like wearing my hair long. I like updos. Yeah. I, I feel like it looks neat, but it's interesting what you just said, because my friend who is an HR advisor said to me, at this point, you're going in, not because they don't, they already know you can do the job, yeah. that you're coming in to see whether you fit. And I just felt like this is who I am. And naturally I change my hairstyles a lot. Like why, sh why do I have to then have the ad additional stress of like changing my hair. Your hair is fine how it is. The hair that grows out of your head is a part of your identity and who you are. And I feel like if so early on, you're already co-signing like, oh, just to get the job, I've got to do this. I think when you do that and you kind of go through that process and you're like, you have completely very straight English type, you know, palatable styles. When you begin to get to work and you begin to change your hair and express how you, what you want to do with your hair, then your hair now becomes a bigger issue because you weren't, having the hairstyles that you really wanted from the beginning of the process. Like, I just, yeah. I just can't, I just, I think, I just can't co-sign that. Isn't there like a kind of comfort level for other people that we all take into consideration? Just in the way that we, the kind of code switching thing, like there are certain things that 
you won't say, you won't do in the workplace because you're aware that that will make other people feel uncomfortable. Isn't that kind of to some extent the same thing with our hair? Like I would wear my hair in a number of natural styles, Mm -hmm. but I know there are some styles that will make them feel a lot less comfortable than than Mm -hmm. others. And I do take that into consideration. Like I do. That is a thing, I think, but with me and my hair, I know if I have my hair a certain way, I'll act a certain way. If my, my hair, I've got my hair out today, and when my hair's out, I touch it all the time, and I do this a lot, and it makes me look a little bit simple, because I'm twiddling <laughs> my hair all the time. I wouldn't want to do that in an interview. I believe, I agree with what Natalie said. I think fundamentally and categorically, do not uh, compromise yourself for these people in interview. I don't believe in it at all. People at work know me now. I can change my hair every two weeks. And I also someone who doesn't mind people asking me about my hair. Like I've literally educated my work colleagues. This is a wig. This is braids. This is whatever. Because I've done the same. Yeah, yeah. none of them have ever really come at it in a sideways um, kind of manner. I'm lucky to work with quite um, nice people who have some sort of awareness. Mm. They're absolutely confused. They have no idea what's going on. They're like, <laughs> have you dyed it? Have you straightened it? Have you curled it? I'm like, no. This is what I've done. And they're like, oh wow, that's amazing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm very happy to describe those things. If it's an interview, I wear whatever's on my head at the time. If they see me one one time in red hair, I don't care. I'll come the next time in curly hair. And that's the way it is because that's the way they're going to see me at work. So I might as well come to the interview with that. But I also know that it's not as simple as that for everyone. It's all about confidence. It's all about how you feel you want to portray yourself. It's so easy for us to say, you know, oh no, just, you know, rock that your hair however it is, or just, you know, go as you are. And, you know, if you change your hairstyle all the time, then, you know, carry on changing or whatever. But like, for an interview, I'm sorry, but I'm just trying to get the job. Yeah. So once I get the job, that is when I will do now yeah. what I want to do. <laughs> I'm just trying to bag that job and, you know, get the pay rise or whatever I need to do. Like, because I think they day, yeah. like, you, I'm not gonna go in with, you know, the wildest hairstyle, like a, you know. What is a wild hairstyle? Not wild hairstyle. No, I'm talking about a platinum blonde okay. wig. Yeah, like oh, I wouldn't wear that anyway. No, but I'm saying that. Like, <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like it's not like, and this is this this like just to kind of give some kind of like context to it. Yeah, it's like if if she came to me and she was like, you know, wearing like some like blonde highlights, red, pink, purple, blue, rainbow hair, I'd be like, sis, you know, you need to do a dark rinse hair, maybe get a wig, or like if she had a thing where she had like half of her head like shaved off of like lots of different patterns. She's okay, just, let me give you. Let me, I mean? let me like, let me give you an example. Her hair is beautiful. Her hair is normal. Whatever that means, it's not something I'm looking at. I'm like, wow, like your hair. It's not like this massive. It's just like really. It's just natural. Okay, right? okay, but fine. Let me give you an example, right? Of not not wild because this is just natural, right? So my natural hair, if I was to have it um, down, it would obviously not go down. It would kind of go out and up. So it would just be like an afro, right? Mm-hmm. If a white person to have their hair down, it would just go down, right? It would just be like it wouldn't be a thing. It would just be like okay, your hair's down. I would not go to an interview with my afro, for example. I wouldn't feel... But I how regularly do you wear your afro yeah. out? Is a situation where every day you're banging your afro out and then you just change it because you're going to, to an interview? Like, if you yeah. were someone who was like, every single day, I'm wearing my afro. I've got an interview, that's it. Oh. Yeah, but yes. also, yeah, but also it makes your story hair different. down is out because that's the way it grows. Mm. So, I, I, just, I just can't see this argument. Uh, and also, I, I, can, think, I, I think I can't. I can see it, but I don't see it. Do you know? I, I, you know, I don't want to believe it. Like, obviously, I'm saying it out loud, so I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, I actually do, like, don't go to interviews with my hair, like, in an afro. But it's like, 
that's just the reality, I suppose. Mm-hmm. For, mm-hmm. Well, for me, but it's not like a I, want to, I, want to, I really want to counteract that ideology that it is a reality and that we have to be switching ourselves up like this because we can't say or take these actions and say, oh, I'm going to wear this for an interview and then wonder why people are so confused about our hair and why we're changing it so much. It's because you're presenting one picture, one point in time, and another point in time, you're saying, well, why are you asking about my hair? I'm just wearing it. We know why I don't agree that. But you you do that anyway. Authentically. But we if do it anyway. So in the interview, for example, I can still come with my hair slicked, but, or I can come with braids, or I can come with an afro, but the next time you see me anyways, I can have another hairstyle anyways. And also, so we'll always switch it up. What we're trying to get to, I guess, is like, why do you feel the pressure to do that? Is that because white people have told you it's unprofessional? Is it because you believe it's unprofessional? Unprofessional? N- I think for me, it because, yeah. it's because I hate when I'm in a situation whereby the conversation becomes about my hair, it draws away from me and my yes. conversation but is your that hair role. The problem, for example, or is the person the problem? The person, the person, yes, of course it's the person that's the problem, because I'm not the problem, my hair's not the problem, but I but, don't want it to be a situation where we have to talk about my hair, for example, in an interview. And I want to talk about my role, mm. why I'm here, what you guys can do for and me, and what I can do for you. So don't answer the questions about the hair. And then, but what do you do in the interview People are not asking you questions about your hair. This is about a confidence thing. Are you confident enough? I mean, look at us all around this room. How many of us are actually wearing our afro hair? Two. Well, to be fair, my hair. No, two. Any kind of treatment, any any kind of treatment, any kind of wig, any kind of you know extension is not your natural hair. So Mm -hmm. let's be honest here. There are two people in this room who are actually wearing their natural hair. Okay, so we're talking about natural hair as opposed to a hairstyle. You know, so you know to your point. If that is your obviously your comfortable style, go with that in mind. You know, just don't let it detract from anything that you're doing. Just be confident in you. Okay, so what stood out to you, Nats? Um, I think a lot of things stood out to me. I think the concept of like having interview here, mm. and like the fact that you could even have a conversation about oh, I'm going for an interview, and like what should I do with my hair? That was quite. I don't know how people feel about it because, as I said in the clip, I've been for interviews and I've never really got that particular about my hair to the point where I go through one interview process with three different hairstyles. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just feel like they need to know like what they're signing up to, don't you think? Because I'm always going to change my hair. Like, how many times? How many different hairstyles have you seen me with? Like, loads. Yeah. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Well, today my hair's mashed up, but anyway. So I think just taking a step back for me, the fact that we're even talking about the concept of interview hair was really... Like, I don't know how you feel about it, Tolu, or, like, what you think. Um, I'm trying to... I'm just trying to remember my interviews. To be fair, I feel like I'm like you. I've just turned up with what's ever on my head exactly. that week, and that's that. Like, <laughs> I don't think I've ever... I think my main priority has just been that my hair is neat and as in so I don't feel flustered. And when I say neat, I don't mean maybe in the perception of like afro hair not being neat. No, I'll wear my afro, but as long as like it's not doing just higgy hagger, then (laughs) that's fine to me. So personally, I don't think I've really paid attention to that myself because I'm a firm believer like you that I should just turn up how I'm going to be. So if you see me one time with this hairstyle and the next time with another hairstyle, that's how I'm going to be at work. So why should I come there in a different way? It's never really entered my thought process that they will judge me because of my hair. But I, I think a few things came through from the town hall. So there was, it wasn't just the issue of being neat. It was 
my is my afro hair seen as professional mm. yeah like, exactly mm. yeah because obviously we all we're going to an interview so you're going to dress up style up and there was that conflict between should i do something that i don't usually do with my hair mm. to to bag this job exactly yeah and a lot of the ladies said you know what at the end of the day you have to get the job do mm. to get the job but the other thing was um it wasn't just the the whole professionalism it was the fact that they didn't want their hair or we don't want our hair to distract from the conversation mm, yeah. so when you do show up to the interview are they going to then the interviewer going to say oh your hair oh your hair so, and that happens so the, yeah. there were a few layers to it, it wasn't just, just like oh i'm going to show up how i show up mm. because this is my hair it was the natural versus perm debate and then as the, always yeah but has anyone actually here anyone ever had an interview where their hair's been brought up because I've never I've never had an interview like I think, that I've never had it but I think you know what it is it's about like you said Chantel like what is professional hair and it's more mm. about I think how we as black women internalise those messages about what is and mm-hmm. isn't professional because I feel like just going for a job interview in the first place like there's so many levels of anxiety like do you know the questions? Are you ready? Like, what could they ask you? What type of person you're going to get into? Be like, what type of place it is? The fact that we're now having to deal with a whole new level of like a, a whole new layer of anxiety because of like how you wear your hair. That to me sends signals about what we have internalized as what yeah. is and isn't professional hair. Do you know what I think is interesting about that is that I actually don't think it's very new. I think there's a very real, of course, as we've sort of um, alluded to a very real Eurocentric standard of what is professional. It is governed by, you know, Eurocentricism, if that's the word. Um, What is acceptable, how an employer will perceive you based on how you walk in the room. And to play devil's advocate, like, based on the point that you mentioned about, you know, it becoming a talking point in the interview and sort of that distracting from your skills... Has anyone even thought immediately what came to my mind is actually, could that be a segue for you to actually just show your personality and shine shine as, you know, having a different conversation? Because I think what I picked up in the town halls was that this is much, what I picked up in the town halls was that this is much about, um, you know, by the time you're going in for your second interview, they already know your skill set. They already know, you know, that you can do the job, which is why they want to see you a second time or third time. But actually, they just want to get a feel for who you are. So actually, in you discussing, you know, something as expressive as your hair, could that something they don't have no idea, no clue about? Is that a way for them to also get an essence of your personality no, along like with that. along with other things yeah. such mm-hmm. as your interests? But you'll you'll never really know. So like I think I said mm. in the town hall, like if I don't get a job because of my hair I'll never know Mm. that that was a distracting factor but I've sat on interview panels and I've had very different um, bosses and line managers who for fact I know that there are um, so whilst we're saying they already know on paper once you've got to interview they kind of know that you're the guy and it's that am I the organisational fit Mm. so then we sort of do what we have to do to feel like I'm going to walk in here and look like you guys so you feel like I'm a fit Aside from that, you're like, well, maybe this is a segue for a conversation so they can get to know my personality. But I fully have had managers who would step out of an interview or the candidate would step out of the interview and they'd be like, no, her hair, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. And that would, like... Are they black women, though? No. Not obviously, but, you know, um, white women interviewing. And so... But were the candidates black oh, women? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or not necessarily, you know. Not necessarily. Because it could be, like somebody's outfit it's basically what i came to what i came to think when i was listening back to um the town hall was like 
I'm thinking about this line manager in particular, is that our hair to summon is like a form of deviance. And yeah. so, mm-hmm. and I don't mean like our hair, black hair, like generally mm. your personality, mm-hmm. however you show it, how you dress, how you do your makeup, your hair. And so there's an element of control mm-hmm. in that, hold on a second, this person's coming in a bit wild, a bit creative. You know and it what? says more about the managerial style. Like, I'm going to need them to fall in line. Yeah, they're going to yeah. need to turn that down. And, yeah. and your, hair, your hair, your personality, how you show up mm-hmm. will either be embraced because the person can see, oh, she's, she's creative mm. or she's mm. got personality or, you know, there's another dimension or it's, this person's a bit outside the mm. box and I don't want that. Yeah, because that was funny because, you know, I was kind of walking around today in the office like thinking about, like, coming here today and what we're going to say. And then I noticed there's one, like, corporate associate. My girl has shaved off all of her hair Personally, in my humble opinion, I don't think her head shape shapes too sick. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is, And it's like just kind sometimes. of like, I know she just she just did that and she was just like, bam. But she's been there for like a few years. She's not going on an interview, whatever. But it's like, I haven't spoken to her, but I feel like for a fact that her thought process and like, I'm just going to shave my head. They're not doing anything about it. If it was a black woman making a decision as mm. to whether to cut her hair in the workplace she may have tortured herself a little bit more yep. and thought about it, like of what are people going to think about me like we seem to have a sensitivity about our hair particular representing a deviance mm-hmm. and we seem to be really sensitive to that but then I suppose when you see things like in the news about you know people being like suspended from schools and things like mm-hmm. that because of their hair to the point where I can't remember which state in the US but there's actually like laws in the US I think now. it's New York it's now. New York which, and yeah. California which say oh, that you know New York Mm, yeah, no. because it's now illegal to d- discriminate against someone on the basis yeah. of their oh, hairstyle. I think you meant they were trying to like prevent people oh, from no, doing no, 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 no. Okay, okay. So, New legislation. So, like the the fact that they felt that they needed to legislate mm. it to me meant that like this it's is actually a problem, a much more serious problem than oh, I think we mm. even appreciate. And sometimes maybe maybe we are just. Like, maybe Tolu and I are just living in some dream world where we just do whatever we want for <laughs> hair. And as soon as we come out of, like, the room, everyone's like, oh, my God. You see, Tolu shaves half her head. Da, 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 da. Oh, hi. Mm, like, do you know what I mean? Like, the conversations that, that are having, ha- being ha- held about us when we're out of the room mm. are probably, like, panic attack versions of, oh, my God, her hair again. Mm. But to our face, that's like, it's cool. It's so I don't know. It's probably a mixture as well, you know? A mixture of who you happen to work with, but also yeah. the industry that you're that's in. That's what I was just about to say, because I feel like... The industry that I work in is is not corporate. It's more. It's like tech. It's creative. So everyone's coming in like fairly, like I say, fair. They're coming mm. in with their own personal style. Now, if say for instance, I was working in finance, you can bet your money I am not just going to come in with some of the hairstyles. Like the hairstyle <laughs> I have now, there's no way mm-hmm. I would not even do that hairstyle because I would feel like. I had to conform. And again, it might just all be in my head and me just um, thinking that that's the way people are going to react to it. But that for me, I have that um, perception that in those sectors, you can't just really do what you like. But also in those sectors, it's actually in some of their policies that this is how you must dress, that this is, is yeah, how you yeah. must wear, mm-hmm. uh, you know, must wear. Exactly. Like that, yeah. So I think, um, I don't think for a, a moment that people saying that they have those concerns are just being dramatic or whatever. No, they're absolutely valid, they're absolutely founded. I'm just saying that me personally, I haven't really had to think about that much or really encountered that. But I definitely do believe 
believe that in certain industries, people mm. do have to seriously think about that and they can't just do what they like. It w- their, their progress in work will suffer and people w- will not respect them. Do you know what I think as well? I think it's just that, and that kind of goes into like how we educate people at work because why is our hair like a topic? Like you change your hair and then everyone wants to ask questions about it. You change your hair and everyone wants to ask questions about it, sorry. Like, but why? Can't you just let me be? Like, okay, I had, are nosy. I had people a long wig know, and now I've nosy. got a short bob. People like, are nosy. Don't ask me if my hair grew or I cut my hair. Like, just just leave me, just let me be type well, thing. Like, why do what? I have to keep... I think what I will say to that is because sometimes we think of the perspective of we're black people, we're always around black people, we know what our hair is like, we know what the process is, that we change it, we do this, that and the other style. What we've got to remember is we're 3% of this population. Mm -hmm. A lot of these people have not even had so much as a black person in their class, let alone in their entire school. Maybe it was the one black person and maybe they saw them in a one hairstyle all the way through like braids. So first of all, you've got to think about of the fact that these people might not even have encountered people like us before and second of all yeah we're we're different and they're like because i'm thinking i had to put myself in the shoes of some of these people sometimes like if i had never really seen a white person and they come in with their hair me knowing black people as i do i'd be like well why is your hair so straight and why why do you have to wash it so often all these things and i think there's a balance so there's a fine line between being curious and then being downright intrusive and and just making personal statements and i think a lot of people um don't care about um, staying on the right side of that line and I think that's when you have to challenge it. Mm. Now me for instance in my workplace, I love talking to my colleagues about hair. They're so (laughs) curious. They're like what style are you going to have next week? And I'll tell them and I'll be like oh this is a wig. What's a wig? Do you know what? I'm not even going to lie. A couple of times I've lifted up the front just to show them that it's a wig and they'll be like Uh, I I go in the toilet and then like sometimes my wig's slipping I just drag it down in front of them and I just don't even care. I'm just like oh well. I just literally love to see the shock (laughs) on their faces. Hilarious. There's a little bit of me that just loves to see the shock on their faces, but then I use it as a talking point, yeah. um, a chance to educate. So now they get excited when I say, "Oh, I'm going to change my hair." They're like, "Oh, what are you going to do next?" And now they're educated. Now they now they know. But again, it just depends on the people that you work with, yeah. the way they approach certain things. Sometimes it's not always an attack. It's usually a lot of the time it might just be ignorance that they don't really know how to frame appropriately. Mm. So you've just got to kind of discern when it's intentional, an intentional attack or when it's literally someone's ignorant and they might need a bit of education. Mm. Whether that's your responsibility or not, that's up to you. I don't yeah. necessarily think it is. But if you want to, it, you might be able to use it as an occasion to increase their um, knowledge and understanding. I don't like, go to work to educate people. Well, there you go. You just go I, to work to get I just paid. go there to get paid. I feel like... What I do with my hair is my business. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be going and explaining this is a wig. This is if you want to know, there's YouTube. You know, like go that. on there and breathe. That's where I look. I look for so many things on YouTube. Go and look on YouTube if you're curious. Go and look black women's hairstyles. Mm. You'll find so many videos. Like I'm not there to educate. Yeah. True that. And you know what? I think as well, it's it sometimes comes to the relationship you have with your colleagues. Like one, I know that there were certain colleagues that. I don't need to be telling you anything about any, anything to do with familiar. anything. They start getting too familiar. That's right. Oh, what hairstyle? No, don't ask me because I wasn't talking to you. Before. I wasn't talking to you. And then <laughs> there are some colleagues nothing. that I'm yeah. naturally clear. Sorry, sorry. There's some colleagues that I'm naturally just a bit closer to who I don't yeah. mind. Like, even like, I mean, this wasn't a colleague, but one of my old uni friends. Like, I remember we, I went to her birthday recently, and then she was just like, like she's from like, like Ashford in Kent. Like she, and she was just like, oh, like. 
it's Senegalese twist. I was like, yeah, girl, that's right. And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, yeah, I read these things. I'm like, yes, girl, you do that. Like, she, like, she educated herself. But I also, in the days when we were at uni together, she would ask questions, but I know her heart is in the right place. She genuinely just didn't have many black women yeah. friends like that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't mind telling her. And I think it comes back to what you were saying towards, like, it depends on you, you reading the situation. Like, what angle is this person coming from? I remember one, um, um, one particular person on... Uh, the board of the organisation I used to work for before, I was trying to get ready for, um, I wanted to put in some crochet braids. And so I had my camera done, you know, whatever. Yeah. And the camera was looking fresh, let me tell you, yeah. But <laughs> the camera wasn't quite ready for the crochet. It was that a bit too close to the scalp. Yeah, so I was yeah, like, yeah, you know what? Well. I've been at my organisation. I didn't even think about it. I was like, I should know lies. I did a little bit. I'd been at my organisation for a few years. I know everyone. Everyone knows and loves me. Like, I, well, most people. Yeah. And so I was just like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to rock my cane rows, like, as they are. They're neat. They weren't janky under the, you know, as it can mm-hmm. be sometimes, you know, it'd be mm-hmm. like that. I was just like, you know what? Let me do it. It's nice and neat. I go in and it feels like, oh, styles. Oh, this is new. Like, oh, you know, whatever. I'm like, yeah, 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 it is. And then, um, <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the particular, you know, a member of the board I was referring to, um, she, she came to me and said, oh, styles. Um, no, she didn't call me styles. She called me Stella. She got oh, Stella. I can't keep up. Okay. Like, okay. Like, like, race, they're not in a race. They're not in a race. Like, as in, as in, like, just, you know, don't say anything. Like, it's, it's fine. Like, let me just, you know. I was like, just smile. I was like, mm-hmm. and then proceeded with business. Like, what's on the agenda for today? Like, do you know what I mean? You Back just to business. Straight. Keep it moving. Like, mm. but it's, it's interesting. It depends on the relationship sometimes with your colleagues. Like, but yeah. No, I just kind of feel like, um, yeah, it depends on the relationship with colleagues as well. But I think it's different, like, if you're just, like, changing from, like, okay, one minute you're, like, on an 18-inch, mm-hmm. then you're on a 12-inch, then you do, like, natural relaxed hair, then you have, like, braids. But, like, mm-hmm. I think there needs to be a, a wider conversation about, like, where you just have, like, your pure natural afro. Because I feel like all these other mm-hmm. styles that we do, mm-hmm. like, if you have braids and you have braids down and you have braids back in a bun, if they're black, there's... N- that's kind of seen as acceptable professional, mm-hmm. even though it's not like a weave. Then if you have like straightened hair, but what if you just have like that kind of normal 4C business? Like you don't have those kind of like... Like what's on my head right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you don't have the like kind of, what is it? Yeah, like, well, Coils. Like, 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 like sweater Yeah, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Everyone's like, yeah, yeah. because I think it's, 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 it's easier to an extent because if you, that hair is still has volume, that hair is still not straight, so people will still make comments. Mm. But I feel like when you just have, like, pure, forcey, natural hair... Straight from the root to the tip. Straight from the root <laughs> to the tip, no relaxer, no shea moisture trying to generate natural mm-hmm. curls, like... How how do people feel about that? Because I, I don't do see it. any. I feel like they see it as a, a a a political statement, like yeah. Rah, yes. black power. Oh, and right. it's like it's just a hairstyle. Yeah, yeah, it's just the way my hair grows from my head. That's I the way it is. Because my hair would be distracting me. I just feel like it's all dry at work. And I just can't, <laughs> I'll be in the meetings like, oh my head. Like I need I need to put something. There needs to be something. It needs to be. I couldn't just have my afro out at work. Sorry, I couldn't. I just couldn't. But is that because you don't want to be dealing mm. with it or because you feel like the way you'll be perceived will Both. be a problem? Both. Because I know when I go home to comb that, mm. that's going to be a problem. That's the first thing. But also, people will be asking questions and I don't have time. As I said before, I don't have time. I go there to do my work and I want to leave. I don't want you to ask me, why is your hair like this? Or why didn't mm. you put it in a bun? Or why didn't you? No. No. <sighs> I think it's above us. It's totally above me. Like, when was my hair first relaxed? The shame, like... How old was I? I was Mm. how old was I? I was a picnic. I was too Mm. small, small, small. And that's because it was like, oh, like your hair needs to look tidy, presentable, whatever. Mm -hmm. Can't imagine. I don't even know. Like 
if I had to ask my mum, she probably isn't even conscious enough to be able to answer, why did you relax my hair? And if it wasn't relaxed, it was the hot comb. Mm. Like, the hot comb. Oh, my God, the hot comb. <laughs> so, from young... The hot comb, sorry. It's like... It's like <laughs> indoctrination. It's, it's indoctrination. Like, I've always had straight hair. Mm. That's it. The two, two times, like, maybe year five when my hair was natural, it was in a nice little cane row. But that didn't last too long. So, when... Um, so the, the issues are definitely deeper than work. Yeah. Sure. yeah. So when you're saying like, oh, you don't want, are you not wearing your natural hair? Because do you know what? It's not even just because of work. It's Mm-mm. because for a very long time, my whole life, I've sort of rocked straight hair. Mm. It, it's above me. I mm. think for me, like, uh, it's a good point. I think for me, when um, when I have rocked my natural hair to work, which actually like has was a lot more sort of later than earlier, if that makes sense. Like, my hair's always been typically in a style. It's only more in the last few years now that I've had it out. Um, or, yeah, just like to rock it out and have spaces in between styles. But for me, in one particular workplace, um, I stopped wearing my natural hair out at one point before I sort of cut it and started to do short back and sides because some people were too fast to actually put their hands in my hair. No. When I had my afro out. Red no, cards. No. And so this is, this is what I, I this is what was I put want. off because I was like, okay, the first couple times it happened, I was stunned. And especially because I didn't expect it. Yeah, it's a violation. It sure. is. And mm. one of those times I was holding two hot cups of tea and I was just mm. like... <laughs> and, you know, it's for those who can't see, I literally just shook my head back. Um, but I was just like, I don't actually know what to do in this in this scenario. And then I thought, you know what, to so that I... And there's all sorts of issues that come from this because I didn't want to be perceived as like aggressive, even saying, you know what, I'd rather you not do that. Yeah. Um, I simply would avoid having my hair out. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a shame that that's how I had to feel. I had to go through, you know, 100 questions before I could like come to some sort of conclusion that I thought was the best at the time. Mm. And yeah, the fact that we have to be in such a position is sad. Again, I'm tired of like being worried about offending the offender for their offence. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that that's one a there. That's a That's my line. That is my line in this context. I am tired of worrying about offending the offender for the offence that they cause. So you now do not want to wear your hair up. You, you're you're worried about telling them don't touch my hair because they're going to be offended because they've offended you. They've touched you. Mm-hmm. They've touched yeah. you. It's not normal to touch people in that way. Do you think I go up to people touching their scalp? We don't no. do this. No. It's not normal. If you were in the streets, if you were in the train, on the train, I touch you know, no. even... Even some family members wouldn't necessarily. That's, mm, that's right. Like, that's right. Up in your face, up in your hair, and then we have to worry about. I'm gonna, I'm gonna facilitate this. I'm mm. gonna, you know, make it all palatable. And instead of me telling you you shouldn't do that because I'm worried of how upset you're gonna be about how much you've upset me, we're mm. just not gonna do it. It's yeah. sad. It is sad. And I have to say, like, it's something. I mean, that was quite early on in my career. But it's it's sad that like even if. There are older women that still feel like yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but especially mm-hmm. how, you know, it's, I mean, it's sad across the board, but especially sort of being a young black woman coming into, for example, a corporate setting where yeah. you're already one of the only ones, like it's a tremendous pressure and you feel, like you said, it's sad that we have to feel like we have to be mindful, like three times more heightened mm-hmm. than anybody else in terms of thinking about our behaviours and how we come across or how we're perceived. Like it's just, yeah. I feel like Very my sad. current workplace now... Um, is 
where I've seen the most diversity. So therefore, like, I could go into the workplace and have any, any hairstyle now, I think. Mm. Mm. And because other people have different variations, there's a yardy lady there, and she has colours and all... I feel like anything... I could do anything, because she's got colours, she's got blonde, she's got orange, she's got blue. Like, I know I could do anything now that she's there, but I She's broken the, the yeah, barrier. Yeah, she's, she's, mm. she's hit the top, top, top Pioneer. barrier. Like, there's no more barriers after her. So, <laughs> <laughs> there's no more. So, like... I feel like now it's all right, but I feel like in my previous settings, no, no way. Okay, so I've just got one more question. Like, if it was you, your little sister, and she's going for an interview, like just going back, like, how would you, and she asked you, like, what should I do with my hair? Like, what would you say, just to round up, because we're coming towards the end now, like, what was the one piece of advice you'd give her? I think, personally, um, I have my own opinions, but that doesn't necessarily have to be everybody else's. So ultimately, my top um, recommendation would be to have her hair in a style that makes her feel comfortable because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's about passing the interview. Hairstyle, you don't dial on that hill if you don't need to. But I would always be encouraging her... But it wouldn't even just be in that on that occasion. It hopefully would be from before. I'd be yeah. encouraging her to wear her hair out and just get to know it, get familiar with it, enjoy it, play around with it. So I'd encourage her to say, you know, maybe if you want to wear your natural hair, but if you're not going to feel comfortable with that, if you're going to feel super self-conscious and that's going to come through in your interview, feel like, then do what you need to to get by with the interview. And then once you're in the workplace, wear whatever hairstyle you want to be. Because, mm. I mean, for me, I... I like it when I go to interviews with my natural hair and just, just because I'm like, yeah, this is what you're going to get. Do you know what I mean? But at the same time, if I'm wearing a wig that week, then that's what they're going to get as well. So, But everybody can't be like me and it's not a forced thing. You have to yeah, allow exactly. people to um, come to their own comfortability with with themselves and with their hair when, mm-hmm. they, when they want to. So that's that would be my advice. I think I'd echo that. Just to... I'd encourage my sister to wear her hair how she feels comfortable because I think one thing that I know is that we all kind of know what's appropriate generally like and when I say that I don't mean in terms of oh natural hair if is that appropriate no 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 even in terms of dressing like we we know that there's a certain look you want to go into an interview you know to present so I think yeah I'd say to her you know obviously look professional wear your hair how you want to wear your hair make it look neat obviously as you do and yeah just you know be you I think for me, I would just say like I'll try and see what the whole outfit's looking like, and then go. That's true. Go, and also, what field is she going into? If she's yeah. going into like, uh, like very corporate field, then I'll tell her, you know, be mindful. What have you seen other people doing? Like one time, my nan told me go. My nan's fast, but my nan, <laughs> said, to me, my nan said to me, "You're going to this interview. Make sure you go there before, like a couple of days before, and wait outside at five p.m. and see how people's oh, hairstyles are." Mm. And she said to me, "Go around there and look and see like." What are they doing? How are they wearing things? Are they wearing heels? Are they wearing flats? What mm. are they wearing? So then you can kind of echo that for the interview. After that, go in there and do what you want to do because they can't tell you anything. They've given you the job and you sign the contract. Mm-hmm. That's correct. So That is true. I agree. I think it's it seems highly unrealistic that you would, like, go suss out a workplace and think, what are they wearing? But what are She's they wearing? Extra, what are they doing? <laughs> but no, but, but, I, but in my brain, that also makes sense. Like, you know, could you ask to have a little visit before you even apply sort of thing? Mm-hmm. Um... And on that note, it's sort of also in thinking about, you know, some of the issues we're raising, where we want this to go. It's like, is it worth, like, even calling HR and saying? Because then it's not the person that's interviewing you, but mm-hmm. to get a feel for, you know, if you're really not sure, like, my hair's red, 
and I like it red, and I don't want to change it. It's going to be perceived as to be problematic mm. if you need to ask the question if you can't see. But I think totally is about what you feel comfortable with, especially in that high-pressure situation of being in an interview, comfort first. Do you know what? It's interesting that you said that because I literally saw a post on social media recently. I think it was one of the hair salons and someone had come to them and said, oh, they went to their workplace first to ask if they could have a certain hairstyle and the workplace said no. And then so they um, asked in their comments, oh, do you think you need to ask your workplace? And everyone said no, because once you ask them, then it puts them in control of doing it. But sometimes just go and do it and then make them accept it. So I thought it was Mm. interesting that you said that point because I kind of agreed with the majority of the people underneath the comments. Like, it's not for them to advise you how to wear your hair. Mm. But again, interview settings is a little bit different. That woman was already working there. It was a bank, that's what it was. So she asked them, first of all, um, and the manager said no. So, um, yeah, but interview is different. You want to just get your foot in the door first. Mm. So, anyway, we've got to come to the end now. And Toad is looking at me and tapping on her watch. Oh. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Time to That's her. a lie. Time I'm not even doing that. Do you not tell me, like, wind up, wind up. I didn't even doing, doing hand movements. Don't try it. <laughs> anyway, I just want to thank you um, so much for listening. And always, like, please tell a friend to tell a friend. We're of us to get the word out and if you've got any questions or any points that you want to make please connect with us on social media um our twitch on instagram is at bww podcast uk is that correct that's good <laughs> every time like i just get like i just get worried it's a tongue twister isn't it yeah the, and the hashtag is and the hashtag is BWW Podcast UK is that correct as That's well? Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so proud of that. Yeah. But yeah, um, if you have any questions you want to email us, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just put pressure on me. Um, please email us at blackwomenworkinguk at gmail.com. Wow. Natalie lost it. She lost it completely. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But anyway, thank you guys. All right, everyone say bye. 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 bye.